T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 40 KFH. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, we have you covered. Joining Sports Daily Live, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, Dan Israel. All right, welcome in, everybody. Hour number two of Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster with you. Congratulations to Scott and Wichita, by the way, for winning that four-pack of movie tickets. We are joined by Dan Israel now with a nice week off. Dan, I'm sure you just got the feet kicked up. Sit back, relax, enjoy the first round with the rest of us. You know, have a have a margarita, whatever it is, and just uh, and nothing to do this week, right? It's just easy-peasy. Yeah, it was interesting. I actually had a uh, attended a, a comedy show after the game, so I stayed in Vegas for Saturday night. Sunday, before my flight, I got to watch the NFL from a sports book. It was crazy. It was like live red zone, man. It was awesome. Uh, just a, a luxury I've never been able to do. But it's gonna gonna enjoy just sitting it at home, just kind of watching to see how this thing unfolds. It's gonna be an exciting weekend. Yeah, it it is, and it. And kudos to you. I still haven't been able to do that yet, but I want to. It's it's on. It's gonna it's gonna happen at some point. Um, yeah, I I had never Dan, done it. it. I mean, you know, that those 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 boards are just amazing. You're looking at, you know, every game that's being played all at the same time. You can watch whatever you want. The only thing the only thing I didn't care for is a, no audio. But you know, I'm an audio guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Of course, we've got the Chiefs Radio Network here. Uh, we 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 will make adjustments appropriately. Um, Let's talk about the Chiefs. Got the job done. Everything, you know, took care of itself. I think that, you know, Patrick Mahomes probably locked up an MVP. Home field, depending, at least mostly, throughout the playoffs is in the books. You know, when when we got to the point of about the last month of the season, Dan, the turnovers were just such a glaring problem for this team. And over the last month or so, they didn't really turn the ball over. And I think as much as anything... 
that makes the Chiefs the favorite going in. If they take care of the football, they're they're going to have such they got to be the favorite in every game that they play, don't you think? I do, and I you know look, I, the Raiders certainly aren't you know the the sure. barometer that a championship team wants to test themselves out against. But I, I do believe that you know the way the way the Chiefs are capable of playing. You could kind of see that in Las Vegas. And, you know, when they put together a complete game, uh, even against a better defense, it's going to be uh, a competitive game for sure. And and so, yeah, I, I think so. Not You know, they're, they've been upside down in this giveaway takeaway all season long where they've been winning despite being on the wrong side of that statistic. And it's nice to be – uh, kind of making your way back to the to where it should be, and frankly, you know, if these if these defenders can take a few possessions away in a in a tight game or as you know what I would call a a playoff or Super Bowl situation where you've got two competitive teams, one or two possessions is maybe sometimes all it needs. We know against the Buffalo Bills, we know against the Cincinnati Bengals, those make a difference. So I I, I absolutely agree. And the other piece of it was the defense, which and that's where it gets hard too, right? Is is quality of opponent here over the final stretch, and how much can we really evaluate uh, what the Chiefs have been able to do defensively over the last little bit because of the opponents they played, as opposed to the teams that they're going to see in the postseason. That that makes it a little more difficult, right? To to understand truly where the defense is right now. I think so. You know, I one thing I would say about. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders is they have a lot of offensive speed. So it was good to see how when they were playing man to man, can we keep up with the Stefan Diggs of the world? You know, I mean, uh, the Devontae Adams of the world. Look, these guys are going to beat you every once in a while. It's the same as Max Crosby. The coach said, you know, Max Crosby's going to find a way to the quarterback at least a couple of times. You can't stop him every time. And and so I, I think anytime you're you're talking about uh, you know, postseason play or you're playing a high caliber team, they seem to have a receiver or maybe two that has incredible speed or speed and height or both. And so uh, it was good to see them go up against a good receiver. Uh, I thought McDuffie did well. I thought Legereus Sneed did well. You know, they go up against a good receiver and they hold him to respectable numbers. Uh, that part in terms of the Las Vegas Raiders is not weak. Devontae Adams I mean, I still think he looks pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty impressive stuff. I'd love to see that guy on the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, he, he just seems to be able to catch a ball in traffic. It's crazy. But uh, other than that, you know, I think it was a good test for, you know, that really refers to our to Chiefs secondary. But I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs off the defensive line. It just seems to get so stingy in the fourth quarter. And somewhere along there, Steve Spagnuolo hits a button and Chris Jones goes and attacks the quarterback in the fourth quarter to seal the game. I really like seeing that. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care what quarterback you're up against. The Las Vegas Raiders may have changed their quarterback. They did not change a wholesale change their offensive line. And so those guys had enough experience to be able to defeat those. I thought was a good sign for the Chiefs defense. I thought a real respectable outing. Uh, but you're right. It, you know, it's, it's postseason. It takes a tick up and uh, everything gets a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it doesn't even matter who you play in those AFC playoffs. You're probably playing a good offense, right, and a good quarterback, and the defense is going to get tested. Andy Reid's great out of the bye week. The Chiefs have been in this position so many times. There's not 
you know, injury wise, and and you know, other than we'll see about McCole Hardman, I guess the Chiefs are as healthy as any team in football. So what do you do in a bye week? You know, if it's not just to rest up and do those things, which that of course plays into it too. But what do you think some of the priorities are this week as the Chiefs get the time off yet again before they play their first postseason game? You know, in talking to Coach Reed, it kind of sounded like the priority really was rest and recovery because you have no idea who you're going to play. I mean, you know there are a couple of possibilities, but you don't know how it's going to how it's going to wind out. And so you really can't begin to start the game planning. It's the one disadvantage that the postseason buy has to a regular season buy where you've really got two weeks to work on an opponent. In the, in this situation, they don't. What it does give the coaching staff is they can start these little kernels of ideas for every team that they might play. And then it's easier to to develop those and pop those, uh, you know, next week. Uh, you know, as soon as they find out, so you know, it may be a, a situation where we find out early uh, Saturday night. We find out Sunday, uh, you know, how this thing unravels, and and so they can get going on that very quickly. It jump starts them, and I think that part of this week is good. But right now, I think the focus for the players is time off. Get you know, get your brain right. Get your let your body heal a little bit. They'll come back in late in the week. They'll start, as coach says, start to run. So they start to condition again, try to keep their legs and their speed. And then they'll, you know, just jump into a regular week there. They love that routine, man. So they, they'll jump into the regular weekly routine come the following week. Once they know who they're going to play and the coaches have developed the game plan. Speaking with Dan Israel here of Chiefs Radio Network, executive producer, uh, hopefully able to enjoy a little time off before the grind resets for the postseason. Offensively, Patrick Mahomes likely going to win an MVP despite the loss of Tyreek Hill. Uh, they've done it exactly how we thought they might and should even perhaps, which is to spread the ball around. And it's been interesting to watch Mahomes this year as so many quarterbacks are adjusting now to the way that the league is playing are, are playing them like they played Patrick Mahomes last year. Is there an advantage to that, you think, now? his Because that's what it feels like to me. It feels like what other quarterbacks have struggled with this year is what Mahomes had to deal with last year. He's got that much time ahead of it. Could that be an advantage in the postseason? Yes, I think it could. I think the... The the amazing stat that came out yesterday, somebody noticed, was that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the oldest quarterback in the playoffs. That's stunning to me. You know, you're talking about a guy with in his sixth season, and he's, and you know, wasn't it just a couple of years ago we didn't have a quarterback under 30 uh, in the in the postseason? So, uh, but I think the, you know the experience matters. Uh, I don't fully buy into the you know the big lights. I think what you saw last night with TCU and Georgia to, to a large degree was those lights were just too bright for TCU. It sure seemed like it. You know, if anybody had watched TCU all, all year, you knew they weren't playing quite as uh, TCU like as they have been. Conversely, if you look at the Georgia Bulldogs, man, they were playing at playoff speed. And I think really that's where the experience of the Kansas City Chiefs, the coaching staff, has been so good about preparing players for whatever elements they were going to you know one of the things coach reed prepared the guys for to go to vegas was he said hey there could be a lot of chiefs fans there it could be loud all day long defense get ready 
it could be like a home game. Don't expect it to be an away game. It could sound like a home game to you. You might have trouble communicating on the defense with the crowd noise. And so he, he did a great job of preparing him for that. And that's exactly what happened, by the way. Uh, you had basically, <laughs> I think you had crowd noise coming from the crowd on when the Chiefs or when the uh, Raiders were on offense and when the Chiefs were on offense, I think you had crowd noise coming from the speakers. But hey, you know, that's just my conspiracy theory. But it was loud all day long and they were ready for it. And so I think, you know, the coaching staff, the players, everybody will kind of have that, you know, mindset ready for the playoffs here and in whatever conditions they have to play. I love that about the Chiefs. Um, I just think it's going to be, you know, I think it's one of the things where Mahomes, where that playoff experience really does matter. You've got a guy who knows what the atmosphere is going to be like, knows what the speed's going to be like, knows what it's going to be like to try to come from behind, knows what it's going to be like to have a lead. I, I just think for Mahomes, strange as it is, strange as the old man in the, the, the river is Mahomes, uh, I think it's a benefit. And I think it's something that, especially with respect to even what you said, where you've got, you know, Mahomes has had a whole season to adjust of new players and and spreading the ball around and literally taking what the defense will give him. I think that's the one area that they could not find in Super Bowl 56 uh, or 55 rather was, you know, that was coming from all sides. They just couldn't find, figure out what the defense was giving away. They couldn't find that hole. There's always a hole on the field, but finding it can be very difficult. Mahomes has got a, a number of, you know, it's just changed his mentality to that. And I really think that started at Super Bowl 55. Yeah, in a lot of ways, this is, has been his best season, which is which is remarkable to even think about because it hasn't been as flashy maybe as some in the past. As we look at the postseason, Dan, uh, it you're not going to have to play Cincinnati and Buffalo. That's the good news. So assuming that Cincinnati beats Baltimore, right, um, if it's the Chargers or Jacksonville coming in, it, you know, Jacksonville's the four seed. The Chargers, though, are the team probably that you would not want to face out of those two, I assume, because the familiarity or what? what's your take? Again, assuming Baltimore beats Cincinnati on Chargers-Jacksonville, what would you rather see for the Chiefs? You know, I, personally, I just feel like the Jaguars. I feel like my the stress of playing the Chargers is higher for me just because we know that they're capable of coming in and fighting, and, and they're not – they're accustomed to Arrowhead. Uh, the crowd noise is not going to be anything that surprises them. Um, I just feel like I think the Chiefs would would do better against, you know, uh, a team that maybe they don't see all the time. But defensively, you know, I think for the Chargers, they know what Mahomes is capable of. Uh, they've proven that they can at times contain him. And, and so I, I think the Chargers personally scare me a little bit more. Maybe that's not the right way to look at it. Uh, it may not be the way the coaches are looking at it, but for me, that's the way I would assess it. I think I'd rather play the Jaguars. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it's, you know, the only thing that may be getting overlooked there to me is the coaches and that we've seen Peterson now make it to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, right? And Brandon Staley's a bit of the unknown in that regard, but the Chargers seem more talented than Jacksonville at least. They do, and I, you know, I guess I'm crediting a healthy Mike Evans, which sounds like it right now might not be the case. Uh, 
And and I do agree with what you're saying. I do think the strength of coaching coaching is on the Jacksonville side. And and you know if you talk about knowing Andy, certainly Doug Peterson knows Andy right. uh, way better than 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 Staley would. But uh, I do feel like the quality of coaching is probably better on the Jaguars. But I, I just feel like the Chargers are built to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You know that's kind of been their focus is to win the division for the past few years. And and so. All things given healthy, you know, I think Bosa's and the and the Evans of the world and all of that, I, I think, you know, if they're out there, they're harder for the Chiefs to, to deal with than possibly maybe some of what the Jaguars has. But, you know, I think the wonderful thing about Coach Reed is he, he just doesn't matter to him. I mean, he's going to be ready for whatever team comes to town. And he really figures out a way to to kind of make it seem like whoever they got to play is the one they should be playing. And, and so I think, you know, more than anything, the last thing you want is doubt in a player's mind. So however you get there is a good thing. And, uh, you know, you just have to trust that whomever comes to down, the, the, the chief's coaches have got a, a plan that convinces each one of those guys that takes the field. They're capable of winning. Dan Israel, executive producer of the chief's radio network, joining us here on sports daily. Always appreciate Dan's time. Couple more. Uh, so if we expand that out to the team that scares us the most for the Chiefs, AFC or NFC, is it still Cincinnati because of the history of Joe Burrow versus Mahomes and the Chiefs? Well, I don't like the Cincinnati matchup for sure because of the history, but I also think I'm a little more afraid of the Bills. And I don't, I can't quite explain this. I feel like the Bills kind of, it, it's just, the, the evolution of the way it works, you know, you get closer and you closer and closer and there's a hunger there. And I think the bills are one step ahead of Cincinnati on the hunger slash um, the, the hunger slash experience scale, even though maybe Cincinnati made it all the way to the Super Bowl last year. I feel like Buffalo is a little bit hungrier. Uh, I don't really want to see either of those teams, to be honest with you. I know what coach always says. Coach wants to play the best so that he, you know, iron sharpens iron kind of mentality. He wants to not only get through the best of the AFC, he wants to get to the Super Bowl and be able to beat that team. And But I do feel like for maybe the entire league, I, I think the Eagles are good, but I, I just feel like for the entire league, Super Bowl is going to come down to whether it's the Bills or the Bengals against the Chiefs in whatever championship, wherever the championship is played. I feel like that's going to be the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Uh, I, I, you know, the Chargers are the interesting one to me that that could do something. But again, there's no history that tells us they will. We just all like their talent. Um, all right, final one for me. What is it about a 100% chance that the Chiefs roll out or another variation of the ring around the Rosie play? Like that was totally a setup for for the playoffs, right? For somebody to try and defend that and them to run it a different way. Hey, absolutely. I think you can run just about anything out of that. And, and you know, I, I, I think, if anything, they, they may use that again to try to get somebody to burn a timeout. Uh, you know, I think that's one of the things the Chiefs have done awfully good over the last few years, which is an interesting, you know, one thing I always heard when Andy Reid was coming here was, oh, he's horrible at clock management. Well, I, I haven't seen that. In the past few years, he's been very good at that. We, we get to the end of the game. I mean, you look at the Buffalo game last year, right? The thing that saved that was our timeouts and yeah. not burning those, you know, before the two-minute warning. And and so uh, I think, you know, from from the standpoint of that play, you can do so much with that. And and again, I think more than anything, 
more than even the football X's and O's in that. It's the ownership that Coach Reed is giving those players to say, hey, go develop a play. Show me what you got. If I like it, we'll use it. And that's exactly what that was. Mahomes coming up with an idea. The guys all got together. They worked it out on the field. Andy watched it and went, that's kind of cool. Let's do it. He said himself on the, you know, he has veto power, right? He's got 51% of the vote. But I think you're going to see something about that, whether it's, you know, snowball, snow globe or whatever they call that play again, or, or the front end of that with the back end of the other. And, and I think the, you know, you, anytime you've got a, the, the old adage of anytime you can get the defense to think you've beaten them. I think that's what that's all about. And I think the players being able to contribute means an awful lot. It keeps them having fun. It keeps them engaged. It gives them ownership. Hey, we're calling our play here. We got to make this thing work. Right. Yeah. It's uh it, 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 and it has to me, like, I don't think there's much risk in that play. Like they're not, they're not risking a whole lot that you just, you can run a very simple play out of it and just keep trying to set up the defense. Uh, okay. Well, enjoy the week off. Enjoy the postseason, Dan. Let's talk again next week when we know who the opponent's going to be uh, and get excited about the beginning of the postseason for the chiefs as we get through super Wild Card weekend. Yeah. Sounds good. Enjoy the weekend and uh, we'll hit you next week. All right, sounds good. There goes Dan Israel, the executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. We'll be right back with more Sports Daily on KFH. everybody sports daily on kfh jacob albrock tommy caster alongside you here uh we've talked a little national championship happy to get your thoughts on that to the phones 869-1240 one of the worst beatdowns we've ever seen in the championship game unfortunately uh not the outcome all of us had hoped for maybe the outcome many of us expected uh i didn't expect that but neither here nor there let's talk a little college hoops tommy uh, you've got K-State and KU both in action tonight. You'll hear KU, as always, on the Jayhawk Radio Network right here tonight against Oklahoma. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30. Um, these, are, these are, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but we're not going to have bad games like literally ever in the Big 12 the rest of the way. Uh, Kansas plays at 7, ESPN 2. Uh, K-State, uh, wait, wait, what are we doing here? Six and eight. It's the six and eight tip. Excuse me. K-State goes first at six. KU goes at eight. Our pregame coverage for an hour and a half begins here at 6.30. But you got K-State hosting Oklahoma State. They're five and a half point favorites. Um, you've got KU then hosting Oklahoma. And that's kind of interesting. KU right now, 10 and a half point favorites. That line has moved since last night. Um I like both of them to win, to cover. You know, I probably would stay away from 10.5 for Kansas. The over-under is 132.5. I like the over there, Tommy. Uh, I would expect wins from both teams tonight. I do think, though, with K-State, this is where you get into those pesky situations. Oklahoma State can defend like crazy, and they're coming in. 
K-State's riding that high, right? The distractions could potentially creep in a little bit with Jerome Tang's name being floated around. Uh, this is a pretty this is a pretty interesting game for K-State to be able to continue the momentum of that big week on the road. You know Bramlage is going to be rocking, but Oklahoma State presents a pretty dangerous challenge, I think, for them. You know, Oklahoma State, uh, you use the word pex, uh, pesky, and I like that word a lot. Uh, they very nearly went into Allen Fieldhouse and opened up Big 12 play and, and beat the Jayhawks. It took a big-time comeback from the Jayhawks in the second half to, to get a victory against the Cowboys. I like what Mike, Mike Boynton does there in Stillwater. Bryce Thompson has had a really good season so far. They were able to beat West Virginia at home, and then they fell on the road. Uh, to te- or They fell at home to Texas, that is. The Longhorns came in uh, to Stillwater and beat them by 10. Um, so <clears throat> I think that the word pesky is correct when you look at the Cowboys. But, you know, you mentioned the you know, potential distractions for K-State. I don't think that's going to be on the table at all. Um, I don't see a scenario where the Wildcats have a letdown. You know, they, they had the, the highest jump uh, since, what, what would you say, 1977, going 77. from unranked to 11th in the country um, in, in the polls. I don't see them letting off the gas at all. Um, you know, I think that it'll, it'll be a good game. It'll be a, a competitive game. But I like Kansas State to get the win. And and I highest jump after the first of the year, this late into yeah. season. I think I think in preseason and things we've seen some things like that. Um, I don't think there's going to be a letdown either. Let me make that perfectly clear. But we got to see it and make sure it's not there, yeah. right? Like we got to see it first, even if we don't think it's going to happen. It's still on the table. What's really interesting about this game too is the massive clash of at least recent styles. You've got right now through three games in the Big Twelve. Granted, two of them went to overtime. But 82, 116, and 97 points scored for K-State. Oklahoma State, through three conference games, has allowed 67, 60, uh, and uh, sorry, 67, yeah, 60, and 56. So you've got, I mean, you couldn't have two more different, you know, styles, offense versus defense, all those things than you've got here. Now, Kansas State has shown it can defend at other points of the season, but at least through Big 12 play right now, They've been just, you know, offensive explosions. And I, I'm interested to see that play out as well. If K-State can continue to shoot the ball well, Oklahoma State doesn't score like that. So K-State has an opportunity. If they can get them early and punch them in the mouth right out of the gate, I think that presents a really difficult task for Oklahoma State. But if they get K-State, you know, kind of frazzled early, that's right where Oklahoma State wants to play this game. I don't think they will, Um, and and I know that Oklahoma State can play pesky defense for sure. We've seen that throughout the course of the season, but to your point, they don't score the basketball well. Um, You know, Going back to the game against Wichita State in the non-conference at Interest Bank Arena, the Cowboys didn't shoot the ball well well then. They only scored 46 points against Texas at home uh, last week, and so I I have this thought that, you know, Kansas State, we, we know offensively the way that it works for them, right? It's Noel. And it's Johnson and those two guys, um, you know, come to play. And I'm not sure that Oklahoma State um, can contain both of them. I think that there is a scenario where the Wildcats can absolutely overwhelm Oklahoma State offensively. Um, And so the line is what, four and a half, five points, somewhere around there. Five and a half. Um, I like Kansas State to cover that that spread. I think that they can easily do that. I wouldn't be shocked to see this be a 15, 20 point victory for the Wildcats. 
I'm on I'm on K State tonight for sure. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I'll put my money where my mouth is on that one. I like it tonight. I think the clash of styles. If K State wins that game, there's a good chance they win it by a decent margin because of that clash, right? If they can get going offensively, it's going to be hard for Oklahoma State to keep up with that. What I don't want to do with K State though is like overestimate what we're seeing last week. Like, I do want to see a little bit more for a little bit longer, right? I, I think we can absolutely count on Noel and Keontae Johnson. Uh, there's no doubt about that to me. Those guys are are superstars. But we do need to see it a little longer, and that's unfair based on what we've seen we've so seen far. We've seen it all season long. They're, they're I, right. 14 and 1. I know. I mean, I don't know. I know. But remember, at this point, I don't pre-season... know what else you need to see about them. Well, it's, you know, the 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 preseason schedule wasn't some juggernaut. So I just do, it's not, I, I, and I agree it isn't fair, but it, and it only is rooted in preseason expectations, but it's a K state team that at home only beat Wichita state by five uh, that lost to Butler. And, and, you know, so lately it's been like, it seems like they've hit their stride now. Um, so let's just see a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, when, when you didn't have the, you know, these massive schedule before, you're going to get it in the Big 12. We're going to see it. And I think it's there, too. But I think it is fair to just want to see a little bit more. But, yeah, five and a half, I'm all over that. Uh, KU, I don't like ten and a half against Oklahoma. I'll tell you that right now. But I do like over 132 and a half, at home especially, after KU gets a chance to come back there, play Oklahoma. We've seen some great games between them and Oklahoma in the past. Different eras, I get it. Uh, but I do I do like the KU over tonight. And it feels like we're due, Tommy, for no other reason than we're due, right, for a Grady Dick game, right, where he really gets going and, and gets things to a great start offensively and, and has a big game offensively. I don't like the number either, um, so I'm going to stay away from uh, the Jayhawks to cover the spread. Um, I think that they're a better team, and that's not a knock on the Jayhawks sure. whatsoever. Uh, but when you look at what Oklahoma has done in Big 12 play, uh, they're one and two, but their two losses in Big 12 play come with a combined four points. They lost their opening two Big 12 games by a combined four points. So they've played opponents close. They beat Texas Tech by five over the weekend. Um, so regardless if the Sooners are winning or losing, they're playing all their opponents very close so far in conference play. And that's kind of the nature of the Big 12 right now. So a, a double-digit spread, even if you are the number two-ranked team in America, we know, and we've talked about it multiple times, the way that the Big 12 has played so far this season. And we also know uh, what road teams are doing in the Big 12 also. Um, so that being said, uh, I absolutely wouldn't be shocked to see the Jayhawks cover that spread because they went on the road to Morgantown over the weekend and won by 14. Um, so a 10.5 win, 10.5 point win against Oklahoma wouldn't shock me. But again, right. I know what Oklahoma has done early this season in the, in the conference play. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that entirely. And we've watched the Big 12, right? We know. Great, Oklahoma, and I don't remember if it was their last game or the game before, I think it was the Iowa State game, I believe, almost beat Iowa State with Grant Sherfield doing nothing, essentially, in that game. Oklahoma's pretty good. And in you know, we've seen Sherfield firsthand. He's he's he spent time in Wichita as a kid. He was a one-time shocker, and that that seems like a lifetime ago. But Oklahoma's got talented enough players sure. to keep a game competitive. Certainly, 
They're four points I, away why, from being three and zero in Big Twelve play. Uh, and they've got the Groves like, brothers, and the Groves brothers have lit up Kansas in the past shooting the basketball from the perimeter when they played. Who who they play for? Like Eastern Washington? Yeah, that year like they that. made the tournament. Yeah, and yep. they made the tournament. And that's, and but that's up. why I like the over. That's why I like the right. over. Um, yeah. And that's why I'll take and, and that. Oklahoma also ranks thirty third nationally in three point shooting. And we know that Kansas likes to play in transition. They like to shoot the three as well. Um, so I think the over is a good play. I think that we're going to see more than likely a high-scoring battle between these two teams. Again, it wouldn't shock me if the Jayhawks win by double digits. I'm just not sure I'm going to put money on it. Right. I, I'm not I'm not going to bet the line, but I will bet the over. And, and I expect that sort of game. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I think Kansas is going to win. Um, and I think it's going to be a Grady-Dick game. And, you know, for whatever that's worth. You'll have a chance on BetMGM once we get closer to game time. They usually just take guys' season averages, and that's what they base those you know player props on in college basketball. So that's a good one. Elsewhere in the Big 12, we have some good ones. I'm, I'm pretty curious about Texas Tech, Iowa State. I actually like Texas Tech. Uh, Tommy, plus their points. They're getting 5.5. That's been up as high as 7.5. Um, I want to say I looked last night, and that's where it was, and I may have taken it. But... I kind of like this as a bounce-back game for Tech and maybe a letdown game for Iowa State, even though they're at home. I'll for sure take the points. But Texas Tech's reaching a point of desperation a little bit, and they've got too many talented players. I I like Tech this year. They have some good players. And I don't know Pop Isaacs if he's healthy yet or not, but but I I like enough of those those guys with O'Banner and some of those dudes. I I think Tech's pretty good, and I think that's a good bounce-back spot for them. The Big 12 is so fun, and I love these games. Like Literally every one of them are going to be awesome. Um, and I can't wait to see them because they're good. Like every game, it's just so fun to be able to count on big 12 basketball across the board, no matter who it is at this point, giving you a good game. And, you know, those are the three tonight and all three of them, like they're, they're not must see TV, but if you're a college basketball fan, you don't want to miss any of them. Well, on top of that too, my bold prediction for tonight is that we've got all three big 12 teams that are undefeated so far in conference play in action, Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State are all playing tonight. And I, my bold prediction is that uh, one of them is going to lose. Uh, I don't think we're going to yeah. see a clean sweep. I don't think we're going to go 3-0 and with the teams that are undefeated in conference play right now. So whether it's Oklahoma upsetting Kansas and Allen Fieldhouse, I doubt that. Um, and I don't think that it's going to be Oklahoma State upsetting Kansas State and Bramlage. So, yeah, that leaves Texas Tech over Iowa State. That would be the one. And if, if they're getting plus money, which they are, um, that would be the one that I would want to bet. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Um, and, and I'm with your prediction because I I don't know. I I just Tech needs a win maybe worse than any team in the conference. And this, I think, I think is a pretty good opportunity for them to get that. Um for K-State, how curious are you to see if Marquise Noel can make it back-to-back-to-back 30-point games? Like, I look at that, too, as like a storyline yeah. within a storyline. Um, I don't know how much, because I don't know enough about about him. I don't know enough about Jerome Tang. Like, how much do they care about that? I, I think probably not that much. But sometimes you get those little stories, and and I do think early they're going to give him every opportunity to heat check the hell out of it and see if he can try to get the momentum going toward another one of those kind of games. However, I got to be it's hard to imagine Oklahoma State's going to let something like that happen the way they play defense. You know, going into that shocker game, at that point Oklahoma State I think was 
top five at least in defensive metrics. Let me pull up the net. Uh, no, sorry, not the net. Well, let's look at the Ken Palm and see because Ken Palm does a nice little defensive metric. I want to I want to know where Oklahoma State sits in that now. Um, so give me two seconds and I'll pull that up. But well, they it wouldn't are, surprise yeah, so- me while you're looking at that. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Uh, if Kansas State goes to Noel early and often with, with the atmosphere inside Bramlage, um, you know, if they can get a, a, a near capacity crowd inside that Coliseum tonight, um, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see them go to Noel early and often. Um, you mentioned the heat check. I think that's certainly on the table. Yeah. They're, okay. So they're 11th in adjusted defense on Ken Palm. So they're still way up there, right? They're still one of the best defensive teams in the country. And we'll see that. I mean, we'll we'll get a chance to see that. And and for comparison's sake, Kansas is tenth right now. So they're playing a high level of defense. Kansas State just looking at it, who's only two spots ahead of Oklahoma State in the Ken Palm. The metrics still aren't loving Kansas State. Defense is, you know, they're they're forty eighth in adjusted defense. So this it'll be an interesting clash of styles. And I think if you wonder like why is that game only five and a half points, it's that kind of stuff is why. Uh, because Oklahoma State's so good defensively, um, there's some, you know, the, the the metrics and which is I think a lot of what these lines get spread on. There's a chance that Oklahoma State gives K State fits, and and then what happens after that? I'm with you. I I love K State tonight to cover. I think that the the one thing, and we keep saying Marquise Noel. I think maybe the most amazing thing about Kansas State this year is a consistency of Keontae Johnson. It just doesn't matter. He gets his and. God, how nice is that? You know, KU has that with Jalen Wilson for the most part. And to have it in your back pocket that our our lead guy is gonna gonna find a way to do what they need to do no matter what, no matter what it takes, the different variations of the ways they're able to get that, that's a pretty big strength for a team, especially this time of year, to be able to lean on that pretty hard. Well, that's why I mentioned that while Oklahoma State they are a really good defensive team, uh, and they've shown that throughout the course of the season. You know, holding a top 10 team in Texas to under 60 points, even though they they didn't win the game. Um, they're a good defensive team. Um, that's great. I think that they are solid and one of the better teams, clearly in the Big 12 defensively. But when they're playing Kansas State, when you've got two guys in Noel and Johnson um, who have absolutely gone off, and you mentioned it uh, at the top of the show that, you know, they're all American candidates. They absolutely are. You've got not one but two of them in Manhattan. That's that's a really tall task for a defense to try to contain both of them. So whether it's Noel or Johnson or both, one, if not both of them, are going to get theirs tonight. Uh, we'll see. that You'll hear the KU game again right here on KFH. That pregame coverage begins at 630. Looking forward to reacting to both of those tomorrow on the show. Stick around. We're going to give away some more movie tickets. Uh, We get news this morning from the NBC World Series. We'll take you through that, react to it a little bit as we make our way through this Tuesday edition of Sports Daily. (laughs) 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back in, everybody. Making our way through a Tuesday here on Sports Daily, a big night for college hoops. Some news this morning, the NBC World Series announcing it's continuing a partnership with Wichita State now exclusively to have games there, Tommy, at least for the next couple of years. I think most fans were hoping with some new leadership with Riverfront Stadium and the wind surge that they could get back to that relationship to put the NBC World Series in downtown Wichita. At least that's what I was hoping. I think the Wichita State thing has been cool and a nice alternative um, and probably in a perfect world down the road, Tommy, the partner with Riverfront that allows the navigation of a minor league baseball schedule. But it's good that there's consistency now for the NBC World Series and they don't have to worry about it. And at least we have a home until we can sort this thing out downtown to figure out why that has fallen apart to some degree. But you know, what do you think of X Stadium's, you know, continued partnership with the NBC World Series? Well, I'm just glad that all the games are coming back to Wichita. Uh, nothing against yeah. Hutchinson, nothing against the the stadium there. But, uh, you know, the NBC World Series is a Wichita thing. And so getting the games all back in Wichita, I'm on board with. I think that this is a scheduling thing, right? I think that's probably why, at least for the next two years, that it's going to be at X Stadium. 
uh, because at least for this upcoming season, I mean, I'm sure that the wind surge, they already have their, their schedule in mind. They already know what's happening. And um, you know, that takes up what two weeks or, I mean, it, it's a while for the NBC world series. And so you've got to try to account for that. And I remember back in the day when, you had the Wranglers and the and the Wingnuts, and you know they were adjusting their schedules and going on long road trips to accommodate for the NBC World Series at Lawrence Dumont. Um, there's a lot of coordination that goes into that, so it doesn't surprise me that it's at X Stadium. I'm glad that it's all coming back to Wichita, and I'm with you. Um, I, I hope, and I'm sure that a lot of people are this way. I hope that uh, the the World Series will ultimately end up back at Riverfront, at least partially. I think it makes sense for at least the championship game uh, to be, at, you know, downtown at Riverfront. Um, so hopefully long term that relationship can can come back and, um, you know, we can have downtown uh, downtown baseball at Riverfront for the NBC World Series. We'll see what the future holds, but the immediate future is at Wichita State. Also at Wichita State uh, today, Tommy, Wichita State softball learns that D1 softball, one of the ranking services for College softball has both Addison Barnard and Sidney McKinney inside the top 100 players in the preseason. No surprise there. Barnard all the way up at number three. McKinney at number 18. These two get another season here to try and take Wichita State softball to new heights. And they're one of the uh, two schools, according to the program's Twitter uh, page, that have multiple players inside the top 20. They began practice yesterday. And it's going to all be, can they get that pitching that can carry them to that next level of the postseason? But, you know, we've talked about it. This is going to be a fun year for Wichita State softball. After a year, we didn't get a lot of opportunities to see them at home. We get to see them a ton at home this year at Wilkins Stadium. Um, I don't know about you, Tom. My level of excitement for Wichita State softball probably could not be any higher. I love going out to the park and checking out the softball team. They are incredible. It's a whole lot of fun with the kids, and I'm excited they're coming home, and I'm excited these two are back to lead the way. Um, just It's just been a really fun ride with this group for the last few years. We know that hitting is never a problem for the Shocker program, right? right? Um, like, that's never an issue. It's always been, can they take the next step in pitching? Um, and can they develop a rotation and have a couple of different arms that they can lead on to get victories? So that's been one issue. And then I think the other issue has, you know, at least the last couple of years has been, can they be the top tier opponents? Um, we know that they do well in conference play. Uh, but then when you get to play teams like OU uh, or teams like Oklahoma State or teams like Arkansas, that's been a little bit more of a question mark for this, you know, Wichita State sh uh, softball squad. So I want to see them take that next step. Uh, they've got Coach Breadbinner there for a long time, and she's done a heck of a job in building that program. They've got, you know, with both McKinney and Barnard, they've got big-time hitters of the softball, right? I want to see them take that next step in pitching. Yeah, and and look, it you know, they've brought some names in, and we'll see, and we'll learn, and we'll, you know, try to understand and, and get a good grasp of that early. The other thing is they play in such a dang good region for softball. Yeah. Like, it's when you get to be in the same region with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, uh, yeah, it creates some problems. But I'm ready for it. I love it. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll see uh, how that all goes. But they began practice I would yesterday. Love, by the way, I would love to see this team get to a point to where – they're winning enough games where they can host a regional and they, they oh, don't I, have to go. They, will. they don't have to go on the road and play. OU. I or predict play that Oklahoma happens State, this right? year. 
Yep, I predict that that happens this year. This will be the year they get to do that, and that's going to be an absolute blast over there on the campus of Wichita State. Let's give away uh, another four-pack of movie tickets, Plane with Gerard Butler. Uh, it's at Boulevard Theaters in Town West Square, Thursday, 7 o'clock. You can see it before everybody else. Look, I've seen the trailer. I don't know a lot about it other than it seems like the perfect mindless action movie that sometimes <laughs> we all need. A four-pack of tickets to that right now to our third caller during the break. Jad will get that. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this Tuesday on Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 